void, voidlings. Diav, the Law Keeper, at your service. Previously, our party was split as they fought against the overwhelming forces of Emphazar. Ocurse was spared, but Rook had disappeared, and so it seemed had the Innkeeper. As our heroes, battered and bruised, returned to the Bearded Boar Inn, what secrets would lie within its walls? What of the pinned minion outside? And how will our heroes move forward from here? Find out on this new exciting chapter of If I Could Wish a Wish. is that it's completely empty. It looks like it's been uh, scrubbed from top to bottom. The stools are up on the tables. Uh, but you don't see Garen anywhere around. Um, in fact, all the lanterns have been ex extinguished in the, in the establishment. Ludwig immediately walks forward and attempts to find a tankard to pour himself a stiff drink. Okay. Uh, roll a... Perception check with disadvantage because it's dark in there. I was gonna say, is it dark in there? Um, I'll use Druidcraft and light some of the torches. So should I re-roll or should I just keep my roll? Uh, well, you started moving first, so okay. so not one. Not one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ludwig immediately trips over <laughs> the corner of a table and uh, stubs his toe real bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it just it falls on the floor. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna help my friend out because. I am laughing at you, but I also want to help you. Okay. Yeah, and that's past my DC, so 13. Right. So remember, DC is only when somebody's trying to beat your magic. Oh, okay. So, so your druidcraft just goes off. So what you're saying is that the torches are not trying to beat my magic. Correct. So <laughs> none of them are mimic. It's not magically. <laughs> magically <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. None of the torches are mimic. <laughs> Is that a chest? I use druid craft to set it on fire. It's just a chest resistant to fire. It, uh, <laughs> it, it resists your fire. Oh, really? Along <laughs> with this chest. Um, so as Ludwig is cradling his, his foot, uh, oh. the lanterns in the, around the tavern start lighting up one by one uh, as too many sort of running your hands along the walls. And the, uh, as the tavern lights up, what you can see is on the bar, uh, there is an overturned pack with uh, a bunch of stuff sort of uh, spread across the bar. Um, and uh, still still don't see any Garon or, or any patrons for that matter. Um, okay, I'm gonna go where I know the rooms 
for Rentar okay. and see if any of the doors are locked Okay. up there. Um, you start going up, you walk upstairs and start trying locks. Um, what's everybody else doing? Ludwig grabs a tankard and fills it up. <laughs> Hobbles over and fills it up. Uh, as he's nur- nursing his injuries, he looks at the tankard as the... Is this grog or ale? Okay, so or... there's two barrels behind okay. the, the bar. One is Elvo Duels, okay. and the other is a uh, Oker special called... Blood wine? Wait, no. That's, that's a little Star Trek. <laughs> no, no, that's what he had made before. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um... It's called Boar's Blood. Boar's Blood. Uh, so Lud- you've had Elvo Duels before. Ludwig goes for the Boar's Blood. Goes for the Boar's Blood, okay. And as it's draining out, I would like to do a wisdom check to see if Ludwig has a particular idea about a particular pin dwarf. Oh, okay, go ahead and roll. So as he's sit- standing there, filling his cup, staring off into the distance, <laughs> about... About to maybe remember, maybe not. Uh, I use my thaumaturgy, which I uh, acquired through my Pact of the Tome with my otherworldly patron, um, which allows me to utilize um, an effect of my voice, which booms my voice three times as loud as it could possibly be. And I open this tome as it floats in my hand, flipping to the page, and I just read it for a moment, and I call out, Garen! 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 Throughout the entire bar. And what was your roll, Mike? Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. Let me roll. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty, that's pretty middle of the road. Pretty middle of the road. Uh, No. It's exactly... I rolled a five. Okay, so... <laughs> so, he shakes his head eagerly. I thought you wanted to roll higher for remembering that. Did you? What, you so, think so add, the, add the five to the ten, and I'll try to roll over 15. <laughs> God damn it. Reroll, reroll. Try and get over 15. What? You, oh, my God. You it, it's now the, the armor class. I got a nat 20. Okay. Yes! So, uh, immediately as... Uh, as uh, your tankard is filling. You've actually been filling it a little bit longer, so it's sort of spilling <laughs> off into the ground. You're just <laughs> sort of got your ears lit up, and you hear, Garen, 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 and immediately your mind clicks, and you're like, there's a pinned rogue outside that we forgot to deal with. Ludwig looks at the tankard that's overflowing, and then at the very large keg, and smiles as he turns off the spout and picks it up onto his shoulder, and turns to his com- companions and says, I've got a dwarf to drown. And then <laughs> make a strength check to pick up the barrel. Okay. Sakura, looking at Quilanen with a bit of confusion, says, Do you think that's a euphemism? <laughs> Unnatural 20. Natural 20. Okay. Un- un- unnatural. Unnatural. unnatural did, you, did you go on a rage to do that? Uh, I did not, but I get advantage on strength. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, Ludwig just wait. Just... Are you gonna drown him in the good stuff, or are you gonna drown him in the elf duels? Think about what you might want to drink afterwards. <laughs> He's not thinking about that. <laughs> well, that's what Quillan. Oh, you say you. that? Uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. Quillan says. <laughs> Ludwig looks at Quillan and then looks at the barrel over his shoulder. 
they both taste good. <laughs> so Ludwig sort of shrugs and walks out with this big barrel over his shoulder. Uh, Col- uh, sorry, Jimaney, um comes back downstairs after, after having checked the rooms. All the doors are unlocked currently, um, and all the beds have been made. The rooms are clean. Everything looks pretty immaculate, except that they're empty. So nobody's in any Nobody's room. in there. And Sakura does not hear a response to him booing, her booing, booming Garon's name through the establishment. Uh, I turn back toward Quilana and I say, I think no one is here. And I also think that wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're correct. I find it very suspicious that he's not here. Is there like an hour so like they're open on the door? Was it, wasn't, wasn't there also some, like a note or something on the counter or so a parchment paper? The the he is the innkeeper, so he's he's usually always there. It's his establishment, mm-hmm. right. um, so there's nobody there. Um, and what was your question? Was there a parchment on it? Oh, there's there's a bunch of stuff spread out on on top of the bar from an upended pack, but we don't know. We haven't looked through it yet. Uh, I'd like to roll perception on what's the contents. Okay, you can both actually roll an investigation. Investigation. Yes. Um. Ludwig uh, straddles out with this big old barrel on his shoulders and starts walking over to the upturned cart. Uh, And you can actually see there's a couple of uh, uh, villagers that seem to be gathered around the cart. And they seem to be like looking at it and trying trying to sort of shift the shift the weight of it. Ludwig walks up. Walks up. Do not move, cart friend. Uh, one of the villagers turns to you and says, but we have to help this injured child. <laughs> oh, hell no! Ha! Ludwig has other plans for small thing. Not child. Okay. So you uh, you push your way past the, the and throng. I'm going to drop the keg on top of the already overturned cart and turn it so that the, the spout is pointed down. Okay. As you lift it over your head, you hear a small voice uh, speak up to you says please mister help me I not fall for that trick uh, we're gonna again. do a deception check real quick. <laughs> again come uh, on this is the, yeah he's he didn't pretend to be a child before yeah but I've he's already been tricked before recently by someone making childlike so he's like he doesn't care anymore <laughs> we'll see if, if he gives sees you pause we'll okay insight it'll be uh insight Uh, I got an 11. Uh, he also got an 11. Okay. So you look down, and you're pretty sure this is the person you put under that cart. Okay. <laughs> but you can't understand because you were fighting a fully grown dwarf, and this seems to be a child. Uh, I also said that I was going to see what he was up to. But you, then you said you were... Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, and my rule was 21. Uh, we'll get back to you. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. You... Are smaller, easier to drown. Turns the nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just, you just turn it on like Chinese water torture yeah. on his face. Um, okay, let me see how the crowd reacts to that. <laughs> You're a bastard! What the hell? <laughs> um, it seems like the as soon as the water hits his face, uh, the charm is broken nice. between the people that are watching. They all sort of start to move towards the cart and to like restrain you, but then they, they like shake it off and they see that this is actually 
the person that was helping the uh, the mage earlier in this town. Okay. All right. And they sort of stand there. Uh, how long do you? I'm gonna. How long does it take? I'm gonna watch uh, for an uncomfortable period of time <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> and I'll cut it off like and after I know that he's like particularly winded from it. Okay. Okay. Particularly. Are there executional executioner blows in this? Well, I mean, he's pinned right now, so and it's out of combat. So, so yes. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's not looking good. All right. Uh, so after the after a long pause, and I've I've thoroughly um, satisfied that I've pretty much exhausted this person because we're playing five E, so we have exhaustion, yeah. right? Yeah. So he looks he's, pretty. He's exhausted. nearly drowning. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'll I'll turn off the spigot, and I'll look down at him. So. You now start talk. Uh, he's uh, spitting spitting up uh, beer out of his lungs right now. Um, up chucking boar's blood. And uh, he... Let me see real quick. That'll be the name of the chapter. Up chucking boar's blood. <laughs> up chucking boar's chuck. Uh, after he, he sort of puts himself up, on his uh, elbows, and you can see now that his legs are pretty much crushed under this thing. Uh, okay. It doesn't look like he has mo- much mobility anyway. And he says, uh, he smiles and says, to hell with all of you. And you see him bite down on something in his mouth. <gasps> wow. Okay. L- Ludwig probably doesn't know what he's doing. Why you bite teeth? <laughs> and slowly you see, start to see like, white foam uh, pour out of his mouth, and he starts convulsing on the ground. I'm sorry, is this Germany? Are we? <laughs> Where the fuck are we? <laughs> Too much drink for dwarf friend, I think. And he turns towards everyone. <laughs> the crowd's sort of like, yep, yep, that's it. <laughs> and one of them just sort of pats you on the back. <sighs> Zakra, mad that Ludwig not find information. <laughs> Soccer, meanwhile, forgot about this. <laughs> so, back, like, Ooh, so uh, Lud- Ludwig's going to bend down and start searching the dwarf okay. to see if uh, what he has on him, if anything. All right, go ahead and uh, make an investigation check. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, you find on him a small pouch of jingly things. Jingly things. Okay, taking a pouch of jingly things. And uh, you also, I mean, he's got a pretty uh, well-worn and bloody and muddy uh, cloak on him. Um, Other than that, it just seems like he's wearing leather armor. Bloody cloak. You picking that up too? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Um, And he's got, like, beat-up armor on him? Yeah, just, like, regular beat-up leather armor. Uh, I guess uh, I... Ludwig is pretty angry at Dwarf. (laughs) Ludwig strips Dwarf out of armor. Okay, you get his chest piece, but his bottom half still sort of crushed by that thing. And Ludwig looks it over, realizing he can't wear this. <laughs> it's too small. <laughs> yes, just a little. You can try. L- L- no, Ludwig does try. <laughs> Ludwig cannot wear it. <laughs> does Ludwig pull off? <laughs> Ludwig takes leather armor and shoves it in pouch okay. with other belongings. <laughs> okay. Um, back at the bar. Uh, so, uh, Tumani, you come back downstairs and you see um, 
Sakura and Kualanen pouring over these belongings on the bar. Okay. Uh, Kualanen, you are just sort of shifting, sifting through papers that seem to be like um, receipts and um, uh, different types of uh, of what seem to be like travel receipts almost. Um, the only thing that really catches your eye is a, a strange lumpy book uh, that seems to be half protruding out of the uh, out of the pack. Uh, Sakura, you uh, begin searching through and you find what looks to be some kind of a journal. And um, as you open up the journal, oh God, you opened a book. Fuck. No harm ever came from opening a book. Oh God! You find um, this is what things. they said about that tablet too. That one time, you find a uh, rolled-up note that is written in a different language, and uh, you also find what looks to be a faded um, picture that looks like it's like a, a canvas painting that has been well worn. Mm-hmm. And I, I take it. Uh, this is the picture. Oh, there's a little tiny person on there. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. But also, you, when you look at the writing, uh, your uh, your eldritch abilities do not activate on it. Um, but you do recognize it as druidic, the same writing that you saw in Did the grove. you know a druid? So you've got a faded picture and the rolled up note. The rolled up I go note for the is... book. Okay. Uh, you snatch up the book. The journal. Uh, well, there's two. There's a journal the which you have. Book. Yeah, you have the journal. The lumpy book that you said that I, I found. Okay. Um, so you pick it up and you look at it. Um, make a, just a perception check real quick on it. 14. 14? Um, you're pretty sure this is some kind of grimoire. Uh, some kind of spell book. Um, as you look at it, the, uh, the strange language on the cover begins to shift, and it shifts into common. Um, something really weird. You start turning the pages, and your brain is comprehending all these letters as common. But it's, it's basically just telling a story, and the story doesn't make any sense. The, um, the letters seem off. Words seem jumbled. It's another cipher. It's all coded. But it, but it doesn't seem like a cipher. It seems like this is the way that book was written. And you definitely get a magical feeling from this book. Okay. Well, that makes no sense to Sakura either. So she'll put it with the rest of her things. I look at the journal. Is the journal the same? Um, the journal is not... It's, it's written in... Um, a forest language, uh, and it begins to translate. Um, the just an OOC moment. The journal is going to be something that will, I'll, as you're traveling, uh, you'll have time to read it, and I will give you different passages as the as okay. time goes through. Um, but as you uh, turn flip to the first page, you notice that this seems to be Vishtok's diary, recording her uh, adventures at the beginning of this journal starts recording her adventures as she meets the other party members of the 
joyous seven. Um, what uh, to me? To me, you've come down and you've sort of seen this little exchange between them. What are you doing? Uh, I guess I'll ask. What did you guys? <laughs> what are they doing? What did you find? A diary and a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> okay. But you're saying the journal has Vishtu's name on it? Vishta? Vishtak. Vishtak. That's the Vishtak. girl. That's right, yeah. Right. So the, do you think this whole pack belonged to her? She was here? Then she Oh went. my god. Was, she was the innkeeper, wasn't she? So... <laughs> Can she shape shift? Uh, what did... Did Sakura pass the, the picture around or she put it in her pocket? Well, I mean, he's not technically there with us. I, I was. Just I'm asking soccer in character. I mean, sure. Yeah, she, she passes it to them too because they're okay. nearby, but he can pass it to them after. So the thing when you get past this, you notice that you uh, recognize a few of the faces in this in this painting, even though it's well worn and parts of it seem to be eaten away by time. Uh, you notice um, the woman standing in the back in the red mm -hmm. um, looks like a, a much younger uh, version of M. Tiza, as you saw her. Uh, the man in blue looks like a 20-something-year-old Belloc without the age of time about him. Uh, you also notice the small halfling in the front is the warlock that was run through by her lover. Was that her lover? Uh, it doesn't look the same. The armor's not the same? The armor's not the same, um, and he's wearing an open face helmet, whereas the other one was wearing a, a closed face helmet. Um, that one's closed face, too. No, it's open. He's just dark-skinned. Oh. And you do also notice one other familiar face in this group. The innkeeper. Garon is standing next to Emtaza and the... And the orange. Yep. Well, then... You see, Garon. Oh my gosh. And so he probably went with her. At this point, Ludwig returns to the bar. Does this mean this is our bar now? <laughs> Do I stick a flag in it and but claim this bar is ours? So he's part of the Joyous Seven? It would seem that way. It would seem that way. And so our adventures end and we become bar. <laughs> Ludwig being a bouncer, sort of. Ludwig being the worst bartender. He'd be like, he six also, for me, one for you. He also runs open mic nights on Tuesdays. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It I seems speculation will do us no good, and investigation is our next best offer. Yeah, we didn't see... I didn't... Because I saw them go through the portal. I didn't see... Our friendly neighborhood bartender go with them. Friend Sakura. Investigation type of ale. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, Bloodwig, what were you doing with that blood, the uh, boar's blood again? I had to go drown a dwarf, I told you. And mission accomplished. Uh, he died. From too much drink. <laughs> From toothache. <laughs> then, good. Uh, we found this, and Sakura hands him the, the painting. I kind of just go over, I like open up the journal and stuff and look through it. Okay. I, I have all of that in my possession. I took it. 
Okay. I, yeah, I took I took the journal of the lumpy thing and you just put it all into a, your pack. Yeah. Why are we even a group? <laughs> like. Well, because I opened it up and right. I was like, this like this makes no sense. Yeah. But I and I haven't gotten around to sharing the druid thing with yeah. you yet. So. So I mean, the pack is mostly empty. You see a bunch of travel receipts uh, scattered across the. Um, uh, across they do the receipts. Table. Like for, yeah, that's for what long. I was looking through. I didn't find anything interesting. To Ludwig recognized small one. Mm-hmm. This one. Drown this one. You didn't drown that one. No, that's the one that got ran through. Yeah, the one that got speared. No, he's pointing at the dwarf guys. Oh. Uh. Drown this one. Oh. Oh, oh, was, oh, he was part of them too? Yeah. Oh, so He was with her, with Emtaza or Emtaza. I didn't, I thought the rogue was just like a lackey. I have his long hood out the cloak it's all bloody oh, okay. it's probably is it ripped oh. a little and, and it's I, got I, some rips yeah. I throw it over it's my shoulders work. and tie it soccer turning to Quilan and again it wasn't a euphemism <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, so should we just start marking this off with X's then is that <laughs> <laughs> my, the picture <laughs> dead dead <laughs> uh, you can get your label maker deceased rest in peace R.I.P. <laughs> K-I-A. Um, okay. Okay, well, it looks like we have some things to think about. We've got the photo. We're wondering about Garan. He obviously has gone with... Vish... Uh... I did not see him pass through the portal. Neither did I. So it could mean that she's either killed him and thrown him somewhere... Or, like the others, she's hunting him, or he's aiding her. It's, yeah, we just don't know. Again, but, speculation will only get us so far. Well, you can speculate. I'm going to run into the kitchen <laughs> and see what I can... Garant's not here. I don't actually think he'd mind if we made ourselves something to eat. I'll see what they have. Plus, Ludwig will help. Of, well, <laughs> I have a bunch of pallid vegetables that are stinking up my pack, so uh, I'm going to go cook. Can I use detect magic in here to try and see if there's any magical things in this building? Sure. You can, yeah, go ahead and do a detect magic roll. Because I want to see if there's maybe like a trap door that he's, <laughs> I don't know why you would hide, but if she's here, I would hide from her. Sakura turns toward Tumaini and pulling out the druidic scroll hands it to her and says your twig speak means nothing to me twig speak <laughs> hands it to her and as she's walking out places a hand on Ludwig as he's walking toward the kitchen and says uh, I will be I will be back hopefully with something new for you to wear and she kind of waves her hand about her nose <laughs> As she walks by. Uh, so before you roll that, you're about to detect magic, and he hands you a scroll. Okay. I take the scroll. Okay. And the two of you are, are cooking it up in the kitchen? Yes. Ludwig pulls out the pack and flips it out upside down and begins emptying it into a strainer oh, with a bowl beneath it to catch the elf pudding and all of the blood that's been So you just see, you see as the straining very slowly, just sludgily through this strainer, you start seeing gold pieces sort of pop up into the top and like lining the strainer. Uh, and the, 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 both of you roll a survival check for me as you cook. 20. Wait, really? Yep. Modded or net? No, no modded. Okay. So 18 plus 2. I make my way to the leather worker. Okay. I can, I can roll, but I also have a uh, 
spell called Purify Food and Drink. All non-magical food and drink within a five-foot radius sphere centered on a point of your choice within range. Just purified, <laughs> rendered free of poison and disease. Beautiful. I like uh, this. I'm not going to even start cooking until I do this spell. It's like everything in the kitchen, pretty much. <laughs> I get and all my pallid vegetables, too. I'm not sure how well they grew underground. So everything's on the counter. I cast the transmutation okay. spell. You do. You cast that. You actually see some of the uh, the grayness of this elf pudding sort of lift. <laughs> and it's got sort of a vibrant uh, blood orange kind of look to it. Ooh. <laughs> and you actually can also see a couple of uh, goblin tongues floating on the surface of it. One of my archfey uh, spells it allows me to have, and it might be accessible to your druid as well, right? Or no? No, no she's, she's cleric. 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 Okay, it might be accessible to one of you, but it's a uh, grow plants. Yeah, they have that. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> so when you. And does she start with an I? Nope. E. She doesn't. Does what? E. Yeah, I have it originally written down as E-M-T-A-Z-E-A-H. Anybody in the group, that the seven, the, the seven joys that you guys remember, it starts with an I. Uh, there's her, v- Vishtu, yeah. um, Kel, 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 Rosh. Um, what, do you know the, the rogue's name? Ludwig only just now learned your name, Sakra. <laughs> You were snake friends. Snake. Soccer <laughs> placing her hand. Belloc was one. Yeah, Belloc was Names one. Names are Although hard. I was already walking out the room. You're in the kitchen. Um, roll. Just roll a d20 for me. You could have walked in the kitchen. 16. You remember Getting you have you something else book. with uh, the letter I on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I have to lock it. If that guy isn't dead. <laughs> that was Belloc. So. You want to take a look at that picture again? That girl. You see what you see Belloc and her? Oh, they're holding hands. Fuck! Okay. Emtaza. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Not Emtaza. Um Okay. So but this if this was a letter to Belloc, which means I, wait, what was the bartender's name again? Garon. Garon. So it wasn't to him, so it was a letter to Belloc. That was found inside the warlock's bag. Okay. So maybe she was meant to give this to Belloc. Or maybe she intercepted it. Or maybe she Still, died. You're alone in the bar right now, by the way. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like talking, talking to herself. <laughs> A very too many thing to do. As, okay, as or maybe you, she died. <laughs> as you hear Ludwig in the kitchen. A D&D soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go into the kitchen and I, I'll, I'll read this to them. And I'm kind of like pacing back and forth. Like, what the f- are you guys doing in here? Uh, it smells good? Question yeah. mark? Uh, it needs to be fire roasted. Yeah. Like, all of the food is still good, but the un- uh, like the underlying scent of when it first got poured out is still in there. You're like, <laughs> the rot. It's like, in between. I don't know how to feel about this. Okay. So, this is written to be from I... The seas are still forevermore. They sing as winds do start. It's here I wait upon their shores to complete this broken heart. Find me, love. Awaken this ghost who from your arms was forced to flee. Together we may end her life and together we'll be free. 
eye. I have a locket that says B Heart's Eye, which I showed to Belloc and he got all up in a tissy about it. He was not a happy camper. So, where, how close are we from a C? It's a very good question. <laughs> Too many. Very pretty word. Big, are you, oh, I'm not Wind Friend? No, I know your name now. Nice, nice. Ludwig Learn. Ludwig is a great learner. Our GM has abandoned us. He went to find him. Oh. Uh, make, <laughs> he a, uh, make a uh, survival check. Oh, God. Not nature? Maybe survival or nature. Oh, great. Because nature is plus five. <laughs> she nice. know the forests and where they end. 24. Not a nat 20. That's pretty good. All right. So here's a map of where you are in Faerun. Okay. Ice. So I'm assuming this is ice then, not sea. You are near the bottom right where it says Forgotten Forest Lonely Moor. Okay, so right here. Right here. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. With a 24... I'll note, you'll note that you are pretty far away from the seas. However, um, you know... 24 is really good. You know that there is a place to the west okay. called the Singing Dunes that when the wind hits the dunes just right, the sound of the top layer of sand rolling down the dunes makes a wail. They're called the Singing Dunes. Okay, is it? Rinse? It's not marked on that map. Okay, I was like, uh. But it is in the region known as Anorak. Lit okay, that sounds a little silly. Anorak. Right. I'm gonna be Anorak. Is that what you're it's saying? It's a desert. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> All the way to the west, baby. Oh, okay. Oh, this. Okay. So it's in here. It's the northern part of the desert of Anorak. So closer to the high ice, eh? Okay. All right, I'll show this to our cartographer. Well, uh, actually, your cartographer has left the building. Oh, that's right. Just kidding. <clears throat> Sakura, mm -hmm. you walk out into the streets of Oakhurst, and uh, it, things are still pretty chaotic. Uh, villagers are running around, uh, mostly running between the well and the uh, Church of Palor, um, which seems to be in an uncontrollable state of flame right now. Um, they're, the villagers are doing their best with a large, with a large um, uh, assembly line bringing buckets of water, uh, but it doesn't seem like they are getting it under control. Looks like the, the temple will, will burn. Um, as you walk out, you do not see D'Angelo, uh, but you do see that the leather shop is, is untouched by the flames. Um, so question, um, if, I, so I have thaumaturgy, and thaumaturgy allows you to brighten, dim, or change the lights. Fire is technically the light source of D&D, &D when it comes to torches and stuff like that. Can I, <laughs> so my, my, my question, my question was going to be, is if I expel thaumaturgy as a spell slot versus a cantrip, 
would you allow me to help in the efforts of bringing down the flames of Paylor's temple? I see it more as blocking the the light that flame casts rather than actually affecting the flame itself. Ah, I see. It's more would of a, he know that I can create or destroy water? Would he could he come and get she my help? would not probably she, know sorry. that, but she does know that she has other spellcasters who have abilities that she does not. Uh, but th- that's what you see alone in the streets. Um then as I'm as I'm making my way to the leather workers and I see all these people running back and forth, I am going to be touching each and every one of them, whispering the words Dara Strixi Soves Vux. And each time I whisper this, uh, they kind of have a pickup in their step and I am canting or I am casting my cantrip guidance, which allows them to essentially add uh, add points to their next ability check, which would be whatever they're doing, acrobatics, okay. so on and so forth. Yeah, it's been a pretty long day for these villagers, um, watching their town guard be slaughtered, and then watching the five of you nearly be slaughtered, um, and then fighting zombies and now putting out a fire to their, their temple. Um, so as you do this, you do see a, a general pep in their step as they, as they begin to uh, shovel more and more water towards the fire. Um, where is my D100? I don't know where that disappeared to. Um, go ahead and roll a D, just a D20 for me. Oh, wait, I think I, I think I have a D100 on my yes. phone. Yes. Oh, okay. Wait, where's my phone? Oh, it's right here. I just fondled your dice bag, sir. Um, yeah. You, uh, you, how long do you stay out there, uh, casting guidance on the villagers? I'll say 10 minutes. Okay. Just touching everybody who walks by. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll say within the 10 minutes, you manage to uh, put out the fire. Uh, you, They managed to put out the fire mm-hmm. with your guidance. Um, about half of the church has been lost to the flames. Uh, and you... Um, um, so uh, as, as the fire's put out, I kind of... I drop to my knees and I bow before the temple and I reach in my sack and I pull out my carving of Paylor that I was going to try to sell uh, and I set it on the steps of the now crisp burnt temple okay. and I walk away toward the leather shop. Make a arcana check. That's so cool. It's my first arcana check and I have proficiency in it. Uh, all right. <coughs> I will use this white that's a 20 that is unnatural. Okay. Um, it's strange that in a world of living gods, you feel no call call here from Paylor. Especially what seems to be a pretty devout little hamlet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we had we had found something out before that felt like it was being ciphered out of, like there was something being ciphered out of the area. Siphoned out. Siphoned out, yeah. Strong about ciphers before. Um, but as you do this, you feel a, a hand come down on your shoulder, a, 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 a rough and calloused hand, and you look up and you see D'Angelo says, 
Ah, uh, don't worry about it. We'll uh, we'll manage. We'll our Oakhurst is a strong strong town. We'll we'll move on. Who uh, calls D'Angelo? He's the leather worker. Oh, I never. Met uh, him. <laughs> Sakura's not really one big for touching. Like she, she touches other people because that's her magic, and mm-hmm. it's kind of you know, uh, movement like is part of it. And so she kind of peels his arm off of hers, not in like in a disrespectful way, just like, like I don't really like to be touched, kind of thing. And she goes, "So would you say you snake out of the way?" Of yeah, hand? I totally snake out of the way. Of <laughs> yeah, and and she looks at him and she goes, "I believe you humans are very." Adaptive. It's Paylor I am concerned for. Uh, he sort of shrugs and says, Ah, well, you know me, I've never been one f- much one for the need of gods. You know, I work with my own two hands and I work with, uh, work with what I got, you know? Yes, as I, do the gods. I believe I owe you something. Yes, this is why I came. And uh, he leads you over to his shop. Back at the bar, uh, what what were your roles for your? Uh, what was your role for survival? Uh, I got uh, an eighteen. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, so what I want to do? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if if you would allow this, but I want what I want to do is I want to see if he has any um, uh, grain in his grain stores. Okay. For um, preferably meal, and if he has meal then I will coax a fire in one of his uh, clay ovens, which they probably had in in ends, and I'll use his uh, breadboard, and I'll begin mixing the pudding and the meal together. Okay. Because I plan on making um, blood bread pudding. Blood bread pudding. Okay. Uh, Yeah, just roll a d20 for me. And if if it works out, the the Quilana is feeling very ill in the kitchen right now. I'm gonna now. use inspiration. I know it's purified. <laughs> Mike is using his inspiration. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Uh, so at the end of it, I would like them to resemble small cakes. Okay. Uh, with pudding on the inside and the kind of a bread bowl outside. Okay. You see, you look through the pantry and it seems pretty sparse, um, but then you sort of see a, uh, a a small door in the back of the pantry that opens up. And inside is like the higher ingredient qualities that he uses. Uh, so yeah, you you pull out the highest ingredients, uh, highest quality ingredients that you can find, and you begin uh, making little uh, little blood pudding cupcakes. All right, and then at the top, I'll sprinkle a little bit of sugar on the top of them. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say at this point, by the time you guys are done cooking, uh, Tumani, I, I like in my mind, I see Tumani sitting on one of the counters in the kitchen, just like shuffling her feet back and forth. <laughs> And while she's like going back and forth from the note to the picture to the note to the picture, and um, and I'm making veggie stew with all the veggies. And yes, and or make a survival check then for me for your vegetable soup. Eight plus survival. Three. Okay, eleven. All right, yeah, I, I say you can make a, a pretty basic vegetable stew. Uh, it's not the tastiest because you're using some pallid vegetables from below the citadel. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it serves its purpose as sustenance. And, uh, then Sakura walks in with a beautifully oiled bear cloak. Bear cloak! Bear cloak! That was the other two. I just need one more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I walk into the kitchen, um, bearing <laughs> a beautifully... Uh, crafted cloak. 
Uh, I I guess I don't really need to inspect it to see what its, its its abilities are. We can leave that to him. Unless, I mean, I have better intelligence, wisdom. Ludwig won't, won't look at it. He'll just wear it. <laughs> uh, so can I can I per, per, perceive this cloak? Mm, yeah. Uh, make an quality. investigation check. Quality. Actually, make an arcana check. Arcana? Sweet. Um, which one did I choose? That one. In- That's a 23. Uh, this is actually a cloak of frost resistance. So it adds resistance to frost to whoever's wearing it. It's weird. We're going to we're gonna have to go north. So it's pretty fancy. Uh, Sakura holding it out for him, uh, like essentially behind his back. So he does he doesn't he's not aware of it yet, and he's putting Cookies. the last last bits of sprinkles with the little. Uh, Salting. The, the, the bouncing off the forearm bit. <laughs> uh, turns around and I'm essentially like holding it to it, or it slips into his arms and I put it on. So yeah, it's, it's basically, it, it's almost like a, a trench coat with no arms. So it's got arm holes uh, and a clasp that goes around uh, just above the chest. And then it, it runs the length down to your uh, ankles, basically. Ooh la la. And she dusts off his shoulders and his pecs and she says, this will keep you safe and warm. No ice knife. <laughs> no ice Patting knife. him on the shoulder. No ice knife. <laughs> nice. And as I turn to look, I say, and it smells good, too. <laughs> does it smell like rotting flesh? Huzzah! Um, but Trollhead does. <laughs> he lifts the Trollhead. Um, I tell Sakura we'll what, put the, that what the note says. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't want to read it again. So I'm just, I tell you what the note says. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also explain what I think at least the first part of it means and where we will find Emphazaw. And that I think as much as we, we should probably take a long rest and then head on out of this. You know, we are adventurers, not barkeeps, as Ludwig said. But, but first, Ludwig would like to share new creation with Friends. I'm really scared, but I'll eat it because I love you. <laughs> I have named new eat food nothing bunt blood cake. It's <laughs> a fucking clever thing for Ludwig to <laughs> Ludwig looks over and winks at Sakura. <laughs> it's a very good name. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you all... Uh, she says with a mouthful of nothing but blood cakes. <laughs> so you all... Uh, I try it. Try it? Okay. Do you, does Quilanan try it as well? I will take a nibble off the top to please my friend. Okay. Oh, I, I eat one in a whole bite just to please him. Uh, Ludwig, please roll that D100 for me. Oh, God. <laughs> so if you'd like to use my Hail the Void box. Roll in the box because it, it makes it last long. Or not last as long. Oh, yeah. Is that a nat one on a D100? It was. <laughs> Can I use my inspiration for him to re-roll that? But, but I rolled really high on my cooking roll. I got I a know. nat 20 for um, my cooking roll. I'll, I will allow Tumani to use her inspiration okay. to re-roll the D100. I'm rolling a D100. Give me that. Maybe roll on your box. <laughs> 93. Okay. Oh, thank <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> 
you would think that something made with goblin wine, goblin tongues, uh, gold pieces, <laughs> lots of backwash, gold pieces, elf and pudding, elf pudding, uh, and grain, grain, sugar would taste and a, and this. a few days of walking. Yeah, <laughs> would taste is absolutely delicious. And in fact, for some reason, it pairs exactly well with the sort of bland uh, the vegetable soup that Quilanan made. Nice. It's uh, it can be a little bit overpowering because it tastes so good. Very that rich. The, the, yeah, that that you sort of have that. It brings out all the notes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna say that uh, this will um, actually. Give everyone an inspiration? Gives everyone an inspiration. <laughs> yeah. So can we add that to our previous inspiration? So Kalanan and Sokka both have two inspiration to use. You guys are fucking welcome, because if I didn't use my inspiration... We would have all vomited. Yeah. <laughs> and passed like out. Epicac <laughs> and cake form so as, And as you're eating... You should have named it Epicac. Epicake. <laughs> as, as you're eating, you, um, you hear the front door uh, swing open. Uh, are you eating in the kitchen? Yeah, yes. we're in the kitchen. Okay. Um, so yeah, you you uh, you hear the the front door open. I peek my head well, through the kitchen door frame with so on in. While we're eating, uh, Ludwig is going to turn towards Sakra. Sakra, since it's good, mm -hmm. you write down on paper how make for again. Yes, we'll do that. <laughs> She have dragon it, It's gonna be the Ludwig cookbook as transcribed by soccer. It's gonna be a level twenty magic item. You, that was actually my exact thought. You Jeremy. remember all things? Yes. And length of time? That they have to spend in your pocket? Yes. We'll make it happen, Ludwig. My blood wig. My, oh my god. As Sakura snakes <laughs> her, head, her head outside the kitchen and scans the, the bar. And you actually, you look around, you don't see anybody uh, for a moment. And just when you think you're kind of getting worried that somebody's hiding from you, uh, you see a little head poke up above the bar as, as Erky shifts himself up onto one of the bar stools and uh, says, Oh, hey, Sakura. Erky. She she peels her head back in and turns toward Ludwig. Erky's here. <laughs> oh, I saved one for Erky. <laughs> Runs out. Oh, hey, hey, Ludwig. How? This looks delicious. You eat. You eat. <laughs> he uh he chomps down on it, and we'll see how his little gnome body likes it. Good thing he's not a goblin. He gets like four because <laughs> he's tiny. Ah, uh, yeah. He he his eyes light up as he he just starts snarfing it down. He's like. Oh, man. Oh, you could eat like a king with Ludwig here. <laughs> Nothing but... Bunt. <laughs> Nothing but... Uh, uh, Sakura, how you say? <laughs> Nothing blood bunt... Uh, Nothing blood bunt... Damn it, Ludwig. <laughs> Nothing bunt blood cake. That. <laughs> Whatever you call it, it's It's delicious. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, what's going on? You guys sticking around for a while? I, I, uh, I, Carol, Carolyn has offered to let me, uh, work in the shop while I, you know, try and figure out what I'm doing with my life since the goblins destroyed my, my little caravan. Kulana comes out of the kitchen 
wiping her hands on her skirt, sees Erky there. Here's his question about what are we going to do? I think he's wanting to join our traveling troop. I look at Sakura. Ludwig does not know what Erky should do. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm not much of a fighter. I, I, I wasn't very useful in the Citadel with you. <laughs> you make map? Uh, I, I can make map. Are you good at scouting? Uh, well, only as far as my little legs will carry me. And your stealth factor? He's not a rogue, if that's what you're asking. Or just like, can he be sneaky is my point. Like, um, if you're a scout, you go forward, you get, you get information. Not particularly. <laughs> you rolled a three. I come out and I ask, what are you good at? Small or? friend can sing. Maybe uh, maybe Erky should stay with Kerwin at the store. I'm, I'm good at selling things. That's that's what I did. I was a traveling merchant. Um, I so know, a quartermaster. <laughs> Nat twenty for wisdom. Ludwig looks around the inn and looks down at Erky. Ludwig, think small friend, run in for us. Uh, Erky looks around. He's like, oh, wow, you own this place. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Ludwig, we do not exactly own this place. Yes, it left behind. It's ours now. <laughs> we claimed it as ours. Well, the owner is nowhere to be found, and I do believe the town is in our debt. I believe if we keep their inn and bar open for them, they will see this as perhaps a token of appreciation. And Erky make payment to us. And we are off to find Garen. Should we find him, we can inform him that we have kept his business afloat. I see your point, Kalanen says. Sounds like a good idea. Uh, Erky looks around and sort of nods and says, mm, Yeah, I, I never thought of owning a tavern myself, but uh, it's, it's better than, you know, working for copper at Carowin's establishment. You not own, only run. We own. <laughs> Kalanen, being a little practical, starts to drag a bench over from the far wall and puts it behind the bar. So Erky has a nice long platform to walk on behind the bar. So thoughtful. Uh, yeah. This uh, should give you a step up in the business. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I use ice knife on soccer. <laughs> Ludwig pulls cloak tight. Uh, Erky, Safe and warm. Safe and warm. Erky smiles and says, um, yeah, I can, I can run this place for you. Uh, what's what, uh, what stipend should I set aside for you? Ludwig looks at Sakura. <laughs> stipend? <laughs> is, is ale? Stipend ale? <laughs> Stipend is the extra coins from selling ale. Oh. You know, to make more of your delicious cake. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, whatever is needed to... Whatever is needed to purchase everything required for the bar, make sure at least that amount is set aside on top of what is needed for the bar. If so you're basically asking it, him to have double profits. 
Ludwig. That's that's the goal to always go for. Ludwig think maybe we set how much Erky make for Runbar. Erky has a place to live and grog at his fingertips. That's room and board. <laughs> indentured servants. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's not indentured servants. Ludwig not it's, like this idea. Yeah, we're not making him not work for money. Maybe Erky takes some from earnings of bar for self. But not too much. Erky also has an establishment where he can do what he was doing before, where he was can selling you talk up in in character. Well then, I will talk to Erky instead in character. Yo, er- hey, what's up, Erky? Do you believe that your occupation here is fair trade for the room and board? Do you require an additional stipend for yourself for this position? Well, I would like to eventually, you know, earn enough to either own my own place or or repurchase my caravan. Do you have the means to do your caravan business through the inn? Um, it's I mean, it's possible, but I have no means of transportation. But you can sell, you can have travelers come through here and do the same thing you would do traveling yourself, correct? It's possible. This is a little off the map for a lot of people to come to. What was he making? What was he being offered to me? Sorry, Arky, what are what were you offered to to be paid at the merchant shop? He smiles and he says, uh, "But five copper a week. We'll give you five silver a week." Oh boy! <laughs> I like this idea. There you go. You don't have to worry about me. I'll keep those books nice and tight. Make You'll sh- see. Make sure everything's scrubbed. Make sure oh, everything's... also, Ludwig left a lot of dishes for you. We're really sorry about that. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, as you say that, you hear a blood-curdling sh- scream from the streets of Oakhurst. Uh, we, I run out to investigate the We scream. all run out. Yes. Let's all run out. Uh, Ludwig stays or... behind to talk to Erky. Okay. Perception or no? Uh, not, not yet, no. Okay. Uh... Let's resolve Ludwig first. Erky, you know good business in tavern mean happy people. Of course, of course. Happy people drink more. Yes. Always say, you good, when meet new people. I think I get what you're putting down. (laughs) Good. Make good money. I'll do my best. You make good money. You no best. You, <laughs> no do best. best. you do. You do a bitch. As Ludwig's do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> I must go. Friends need. <laughs> and he gives you a little salute as you walk out the door. Um, the rest of you, as you as you exit the bar and run into the street, uh, it's you see that it's more of a scream of panic than of imminent danger. In the middle of the plaza, where uh, right in front of where the stage uh, stands, it seems this strange um, pavilion has come to exist out of nothing, standing in the middle of the plaza with an open uh, cloth uh, entrance to it and a little sign hanging uh, above the entrance that says, uh, Trinkets available? (laughs) A little sign above it that says, Salabal's 
House of Heroes. Oh, Adventurer geez. is welcome. Oh, this sounds like a trap. Ludwig steps out of the door, looks left and right and sees this, and smiles. I'm your <laughs> Is it common? <laughs> I know not what signs say. I, t- I tell him what it says. Okay. What it say? Salafaz uh, Bazaar? Is that what it said? House of Heroes. House of Heroes. Heroes? Yes, Ludwig. They sell heroes in there? I think they sell things for heroes. Oh, all I heard was salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> Sakura. Are we talking heroes like lamb? No, like heroes. <laughs> like heroes and heroines. Okay. And it, are it just adventurers or are platonic travelers? <laughs> what if you're not a hero? I'm gonna actually go up to the door and ask that. Uh, well, the door is just open. It's a it's a tent. So. I like I yell in. What if you're not a hero? Hero. You don't hear a response. Ludwig hero and Ludwig runs. In. Oh God! Ludwig. <laughs> as he as he walks in, Sokka's oh, right. Runs. <laughs> as, as he runs in, Sokka walks in, be- walks behind him, stopping at the front where Tumani is, and says, "I think I am a hero," <laughs> and walks in as well. Today I look at each other. Shrug. Shrug. <laughs> I guess we walk in. Let's walk in. Although we know it's magical, something's going on here. Hail the Void! Thanks so much for listening. We just passed 100 followers on Twitter last week, and this episode will put us close to, if not over, 1,000 downloads. Your support means everything in the material plane and beyond to us, and if you'd like to continue that support, you can drop us a line on social media, share this episode and more with your friends and followers, grab some Void gear over at store.hailthevoid.com. Obviously, you can like, comment, and subscribe to our feed on your preferred podcast platform, or support more directly at patreon.com slash hailthevoid. We'll be back next Wednesday with part two of our chapter three prologue, so stay safe, stay warm, and above all, again and always, hail the void. So I'll start and then we'll just go around. Let's make sure hail we're the all... void. Yeah. <laughs> In memory of Meepo. In memory of Meepo. In memory of Meepo. In memory of Meepo. Do you guys know any good divorce lawyers? <laughs> <laughs>